be mindful that not every good opportunity is necessarily the best opportunity. And this is synonymous with a good yes versus your best yes. We can say yes to anything and everything under the sun. And there are reasons why we say yes. So the question to ask yourself is, what is the payoff here? What am I gaining by saying yes to this? You're listening to the Thrive and Thread podcast, a sacred soul space for healing, self-love, personal growth, and creativity. I'm your host, Lauren DeVera, a certified life and mindset coach, positive psychology practitioner, choreographer, and founder of The Lion's Den. I teach folks how to reframe their negative thoughts, move from self-doubt to self-trust, make time for what matters, and step boldly into their purpose. So are you with me? Let's do this. What's up, fam? Oh my goodness. It's a new year. It has been a wild ride of 2021. And as I'm recording this, it's just a few days into 2022. But regardless of when you're listening to this episode, this is applicable at any time of the year because I think we could always use a moment to hit the reset button and to reflect on how we're doing. And so, you know, this new year energy always brings new year, new me, or new year, new goals, or I'm going to be better than last year. And I'm sure there's a ton of podcast episodes and YouTube videos on how to goal set. Um, I'm a firm believer in having goals, uh, but also a firm believer in having grace and space for things to change. So today we're going to be talking about how to know what is a yes for you in this new year and how to know what is a no for you. And this is literally my secret to not burning out. And that doesn't mean I haven't burnt out. I definitely found myself a little burnt out towards the end of last year. But as the new year starts, or whenever you're listening to this, opportunities are going to present themselves. And I believe that's how we start to overpack, overwhelm our schedule. And then we find ourselves halfway through the year looking at a calendar that we're not even excited about and wondering how we got caught up in all these projects or all these commitments and dreading that we said yes in the first place. So today's episode is me sharing with you how to know if you should say yes to something. And obviously that's going to be different for you than it is for me, but I'm going to share some guidelines as to how I know when I should say yes to an opportunity. Because remember, every yes is a no to something else. Every yes is a no to something else. So understanding what comes with that yes is going to help you make a better aligned decision that suits you best in the current season that you're in. I believe that we live and move in seasons. I believe that certain seasons have a lot of energy and it's all about that masculine energy of doing and getting things done and accomplishing things. And then I believe there are seasons where we tap in to the more feminine energy and and leaning into rest and leaning into taking care of ourselves and our soul, right? So there's a way for you to say yes to these opportunities while maintaining uh, your energy, replenishing your energy, and making sure that your yes is leading towards something bigger 
right? Or at least in the direction of where you want to go in your life. Before we even dive into the topic of what makes a good yes or your next best yes, right, is knowing what can be deceiving about saying yes. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of things that sometimes we look to that help us make the decision of saying yes, but then at the end of it, we're like regretting that we said yes. So one thing that was a huge culprit for me in saying yes was seeing space on my calendar. Now, maybe you're the type of person that blocks out every single hour of your calendar with your self-care and um, when you're resting and when you're doing your morning routine and when you're doing lunch and dinner. Maybe this isn't applicable to you, but if you're maybe a little bit like me where I'm not filling up all the spaces in my Google calendar and keeping them open, it can be deceiving to me to say yes to certain gigs or opportunities or you know, lunches or virtual coffees, thinking that I have the time and space for it. Just because you have space on your calendar doesn't mean you're emotionally or energetically available. Hey there, taking a quick moment to pause the show and let you know how you can help us continue producing high quality content and more offerings. If you didn't know, I'm the proud recipient of the iFund Women and Neutrogena Health and Wellness Grant. And the great thing about that is that you can support our crowdfunding campaign. If our show has had a positive impact on your life and you'd like to see more offerings from us, please visit the link in our show notes to learn more about the rewards, which include coaching, free classes, and so much more, and learn about the impact it would have if you were to contribute to this campaign. We have big dreams for this show and we'd love for you to be a part of that process. So visit the link in our show notes to learn more. And if you have questions, let me know. Back to the show. Just because you have space on your calendar doesn't mean you're energetically or emotionally available for that thing. And when you keep that in mind, whenever someone asks you to do something or an opportunity presents itself, you have to really think about your calendar, right? If let's say you teach weekly classes or you have weekly clients and these things are only an hour of your calendar, we have to take into account the time before that appointment, right? That's already energy attention that you're putting into that thing. And we also have to think about how you feel after that appointment. How much time do you need for decompression and rest before you go on to the next thing? And this is super applicable to those who are working from home and are doing everything through Zoom or virtually. It's easy to stack up those meetings and realize that you don't even have a moment to take a sip of water, grab a snack, to walk the dog. So being clear that just because there's a space, a slot on your calendar doesn't mean you have the emotional, mental, spiritual bandwidth for that thing. And secondly, not every good opportunity is your best opportunity. Not every good opportunity is a great opportunity. And what I mean by that is you're going to come across a ton of opportunities this year. Maybe even this week alone, you already got asked for new projects or inquiries for new clients. Be mindful that not every good opportunity is necessarily the best opportunity. And this is synonymous with a good yes versus your best yes. 
We can say yes to anything and everything under the sun. And there are reasons why we say yes. So the question to ask yourself is, what is the payoff here? What am I gaining by saying yes to this? And when you get really honest with yourself about that yes, you get more insight and clarity around if you're doing this for a good reason. So an example is, let's say you get an opportunity uh, to take on a project at work and maybe this project has nothing to do with your job description and maybe it's a project that requires you to do things you're not excited about and are not in your skill sets, but the payoff is building a relationship with so-and-so or it looking good to your boss or something you can add to your resume or your LinkedIn Now, see, those things I just listed, those are all great things, but you're going to have to know which one weighs more, which one do you value more. So if you're already stacked, let's say you're already burned out, let's say you are at the max of what you can do in a given week, in a given month, and you take on this new project, holding on to the idea and the thought that, okay, I don't have time and energy, but I'm going to build this new relationship, I could possibly get more money. Those things sound so good in the moment that you say yes, but allow your brain, allow your mind to think about the duration of that project, to think about what that project's going to look like in your day-to-day life on top of your already packed schedule. And here's what could end up happening, and I'm talking from personal experience, is I added something to my plate thinking that it's going to leverage me in some type of way that, you know, I'm going to gain something from this. And then what ended up happening was I overbooked myself, I overcommitted myself, and I ended up not giving 100% to anything on my schedule, on my plate, not giving 100% to the people in my life. I have learned that lesson time and time again, and I am so adamant about it this year that I don't want to continue to do that, right? So with every yes, there comes a cost, a cost of your energy, a cost of your time. And you could be damaging the future opportunities if you're not able to commit to this present opportunity with energy, with innovation, with creativity, with presence, right? So it may look good at the initial request, but think about how you're going to feel when you're actually completing that project. Think about how you're going to feel after when you do it. Okay, so we've gotten some of the reasons out of the way as to what could be deceiving about saying yes, right? So now that you know that, let's move into what measurements or guidelines should we be going by to say yes to something in our life. So a really practical way to start is to know if you have the energy, the time, the resources, and the emotional capacity to take on that thing. So energy, time, resources, and emotional capacity to take on that thing. Oftentimes when we get excited, we just see the great opportunity and we're not able to see how that's going to show up in our day-to-day life. So do you even have the money, the energy, the love, the time, the resources to do that thing. And then the second question I like to ask myself is, does it align with my values 
and the vision I have for myself? Does it align with my life values and the vision that I have for myself? And maybe this is drawing a blank for you and you feel like you don't know your values or your vision, that's okay. You can literally pause this episode and take a moment to think about what matters to you. For me personally, freedom, flexibility, joy, creativity, quality time. As I'm listing this, maybe something's coming up for you, but getting clear on what matters to you, that's what values are. That's the guidelines for how we move and navigate in this world. If you have clarity around what your values are and how you wanna be and show up this year, it's gonna make it a little bit easier for you to know whether to say yes or whether to say no. Now, obviously there's some caveats here where, you know, sometimes we just need to do the thing we don't wanna do. That's valid, right? Sometimes we need to inconvenience ourselves to help someone else out. I do believe there are moments where God is calling us to serve those around us that need that extra support. And I say, do that. But again, this is to gain clarity around a good yes and a great yes. So knowing your best yes. And the next question that I ask myself is, does it excite me? Another way to phrase that is, how does my body respond to this request? Did you jump for joy? Did you scream out of pure excitement? Then that's a huge, strong indication that you should probably do that thing. And you're going to make a way to make that thing possible. But if you already rolled your eyes, took out a big sigh, you know, and your body just kind of like kaplopped, or like sometimes my arms just drop, then I would dig into that. Okay, why is my body responding this way? Sometimes it's very clear and sometimes it's not. And this is where self-awareness is key to knowing whether you should say yes or you should say no. And lastly, thinking about what impact does this have when I say yes? Who does this impact when I say yes? When we say yes, it's not only impacting ourselves, it impacts those around us. So if you take on a project that's gonna require more of your time, that is less time away from your family, away from activities that you love to do, time away from that creative project that's been sitting on the back burner that you keep saying you're gonna do, but you somehow can't find time to do it, yet we keep saying yes to all these other things and requests. What impact does your yes have and who does it impact? And are you okay with that? Mm, Let's take a collective breath. A reminder to breathe through this year. A reminder to breathe and pause before you make a decision. Not everything is urgent. Don't let someone else's urgency dictate your calendar. (laughs) Don't let someone else's urgency dictate your nervous system. Listen to your body. Listen to your gut. So often we deny what our body is telling us. We deny what our intuition is telling us. Be mindful that your yes is not simply to people please. Be mindful that your yes is not to perform and be perfect. 
Be mindful that your yes is not betraying your own boundaries. A great yes should not betray your own boundaries. Okay? I'm sending you love. I hope that you walked away with something from this episode. And if you did, let us know. Screenshot this and tag us, Thrive and Thread. We're both on Instagram and Twitter. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't. And if this episode really helped you, do us a solid and share it with a friend. And if you haven't yet, I invite you to leave us a review. It helps us be seen by other listeners. It helps us grow the show. And I'm really excited for this year. We're going to have interviews coming to you finally. After so many solo episodes, I'm so excited to bring you inspiring, encouraging, motivating conversations with other incredible people that I know. So stay tuned. And remember that you are capable. You are equipped with everything that you need. And a reminder that every yes is a no to something else. So always come back to that question. What impact does this have and who does it impact? And am I okay with that? I'm sending you so much love. It's going to be an incredible year filled with highs and lows. But when you know how to thrive and thread daily, you'll be just fine. I'll see you on the next episode or join us at the Lion's Den for our in-person classes, our weekly wellness classes, And if you want more one-on-one support, I have a few spots open for my one-on-one coaching. Just hit that link in the show notes and we'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love. Head on over to lauren-devera.com to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you love today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.